This is CliffCentral.com. Isn't it interesting that we've entered an era where the newspapers are the last place to print the news? And where the first place to be the stories to be told is on Twitter, for God's sake. It's unbelievable. All right, here's Rich Mulholland, everybody. We've been waiting for you. You were in Germany playing board games. Yeah, man. How did yeah. that go? Uh, it was super rad. It was did really, you win? really cool. Uh, I won some, lost some, but it was a lot of fun. That's cool. Now, yeah. how does it work? Do you guys sit around the table and you actually play the board game, like, no, uh, so traditionally? I'm, the way it is, like, 50,000 people, this big event, and it's a place where most games around the world are launched, so people will arrive there in Germany and then kind of during the day you do all your shopping and demoing yeah. and then in the evening all the hotels in the entire town open up their conference rooms and it's just like games for days and it's all completely informal and do uh, you sit with people who can't even speak english and you play games against them and i didn't but uh, no. well i did actually but once you could. Uh, yeah, yeah i played one game uh, where there was a table there was two guys from south america yeah. uh, two eastern europeans and three of us and that was at one table, and we had to kind of bumble our way through the rules and stuff. That was at a demo. But for the most part, you start getting to know guys from all over the world, and you converge on your hotel, and you all just hang about. Now, you know I think that you're cool, right? <laughs> but there are a lot of geeky people who do this. So did you see some people, I don't know, dressed up? There was on the Saturday, which is actually the day I avoided, was like a cosplay day. So I didn't bother going in, in on that day, and people would dress up and things like that. Uh, what, what kind of outfits do you think that they would wear to these things? Well, last year there were some sick, sick, sick zombie ones. And then there's usually a lot of these uh, uh, kind of Legends of Zelda girls wearing scantily right. clad, okay, like big so bikinis no one, and no stuff. one comes dressed up as the shoe from Monopoly then? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. no, no, no. It's not those kinds <laughs> of board yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, shoe from 1903. Monopoly. We've moved on from there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, people go and they invent these games all the time. So there's a new game <clears> being launched almost every hour and this is the big place to show it off. Yeah, there was like, uh, I think, uh, 800 launched at Essen this year. Wow. 800 new games launched. I bought a thousand bucks a pop. A lot of them sold out. That's it's cool. Big... I came back with two suitcases for I probably spent about 30 grand. Wow, on board games. <laughs> yeah. You're a proper devotee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty badass. And you play with your wife, right? I mean, that also. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you play with your wife and you play board games with your wife. Yeah, yeah. So, right. so like most mornings uh, <laughs> in the morning, uh, we'll play a game before we leave, a little strategy game, like uh, some sort of uh, maybe uh, an abstract strategy game. So kind of like what you'd imagine chess to be like, but slightly more modernized. We'll do something like that in the morning. And then uh -huh. most evenings uh, before we sit down to veg in front of TV after dinner, we might sit and do a game. And then we'll have like one or two games nights. Like How long do over. these things last? Anywhere from five minutes to yeah, three absolutely. hours? Uh, they kind of, we'll play like a 20-minute game in the morning. You can do like five-minute filler games. Uh, and then you've got like two, three-hour games. You've got much longer. Uh, like diplomacy will take you like seven or eight hours. But I, I don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> do you own the board game Jumanji? Can you actually own the board game? <laughs> Apparently somebody came up with one at some point, but yeah. uh, uh, it was shit. <laughs> All right. So uh, you didn't come here to talk about board games, even though that's, a, that's an interesting thing that we don't know enough about. And maybe we should devote one morning to just talking about it because <laughs> okay. I think people want to know. I mean, there's, it's a real culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in fact, you'd be hard-pressed to open a any sort of financial mail or business day or anything like that that doesn't at any given week mention uh, the resurgence of, of tabletop gaming. The <laughs> idea is that people are so starved for face-to-face -face interaction that uh, uh, they're looking for more kind of fun ways to do that. Well, there we go. So if you don't know about it and you thought it was just uh, a very niche thing before, we're being educated. <laughs> But that is not what you have in your mind no. this morning. What is it that you want to get off your chest? Well, there's 
The okay, so the first thing I want to do is just refer to something very briefly uh, that uh, to that Kai said a few minutes ago, mm. and he was saying about the generations not maybe understanding things. Actually, what I think is quite interesting right now is I think what we're seeing for the first time. So, uh, I know students are all excited about that they're protesting, and I think it's amazing and fantastic. I think people need to understand that, that is fundamentally nothing new. Uh, every single generation students protest, and mm. it is almost it's it's part of what has to happen. I'm right. not taking anything away from there. I think it's a very important part of the continuum, but it's something that happens. What I think is fundamentally different here is because of the convergence of communication mediums, uh, all of a sudden uh, you're seeing more solidarity between generations than we ever have before. So in the past, uh, uh, the students would go out and protest and their parents would be listening to one radio station, 702, and they'd be protesting on 5FM or in the old days in, in yeah, like yeah. the 90s. And um, the idea that this has all changed and the conversation is happening on the same platforms and the same mediums. So that hashtag that is trending uh, even across Facebook is something that your parents are seeing. And what I'm noticing is more convergent conversation. Anyway, fuck it. This is far too serious. I think we've had enough of that for now. No, but it's a good point. Well put. I mean, I think that, you know, a lot of people are saying nothing was accomplished. Here's Benita, for example. She says, the only point proven is that to get something done in this country, you have to resort to violence, vandalism and anger. I mean, that's one angle to take out of it. But I don't think that's fair. Uh, very few of the students were involved in anything violent. And of course, they were angry, but they were very disciplined. The one thing that got me into a bit of trouble this week was um, after the first day when the students went into parliament, the uh, riot police responded and said, get out, get out. And the students said no. And then they formed a wall and they pushed mm. back and they shot off stun guns. And everyone was like, look at this police brutality. And I was calling bullshit on that because that's not police brutality. That's riot police doing their job. And uh, people took great offense to the fact that this was no, it was brutal. But that's the continuum. It's not like there's anything new or any surprises here. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, and I actually think it's an important part of the continuum. Had everything just gone peacefully, it wouldn't have raised the anger levels from the community and things. It's almost mm. things worked how they should have worked. You had to choose sides. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I think that uh, I, do, I think that as it stands right now, I think we're at a bit of a status quo. I'm not sure that... Um, uh, you, I mean, it's all very good that fees must fall is trending, but fees must stay the same is probably a more accurate hashtag. However, I do believe that we're on the dawn of the conversation, and I think that's what's really exciting and important is that it's not what's happened already. It's, a, it's, what, it's what's, going to. what's going to happen, I hope. All right. What else is there? Okay. Well, so on hashtags, though, that's actually the topic I want to discuss. And the big thing for me is I'm looking at this tweet the other day, and this guy takes this photograph of a steak he's had, and he writes, food porn. Now – I don't understand what this now there's lots of hashtags where you can include <laughs> porn in it now as far as I'm concerned if it isn't somebody getting fucked by a salami it's not <laughs> porn okay like at what point did it just become that uh, you can just put the word porn I mean porn is something very specific if yes. you're not whacking off to it yeah it's not porn it's not porn yeah. and so if I see a guy put a picture of, of a like a, a meringue on Twitter and calling it food porn he's a weird guy that I'm never having over for a dinner party at my house no ever because ever. In, in his mind somewhere there's this thing where food becomes a sexual thing yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean look uh so here's it's the disturbing thing. but there's other kind of things as well i've seen this cloud porn so apparently oh. that's the photograph that when you're sitting on an airplane and you take a photo out the window of clouds that's called cloud porn no now, i'm all for seeing pictures of things in clouds i think that's a cute little thing i used to do when i was a kid but again if you're whacking off to clouds that's a problem so i put a call out on twitter yesterday and asked for what kind of variations are there in this whole porn theme on mm. hashtags with porn i found a few more okay so there's cabin porn what's that cabin porn is when you no, that's a movie come on you post pictures of your favorite cabin mm. no yeah now i can understand there's also book porn now i realize that these are probably interchangeable because if it was porn cabin 
different different movie altogether. Right. <laughs> yeah. Point cabin Point six. Point cabin is where you <laughs> so got a lot of, of ladies wearing like fur outside and rolling around in the snow. Exactly. They go inside and they take it all off and there's a fire and blah blah blah. I mean, I don't want people to judge me, but I would totally yeah. watch it. Yeah, I'd watch uh, that. Uh, and sure. uh, book point. <laughs> Book point. I mean, is that like Fifty Shades of Grey, or what, what are we going on there? Uh, yeah. One of my favorites was uh, Nick Carolambus. I don't know if you know Nick Carolambus from Nick Socks. Yes. Uh, he he messaged me, and I sure enough, I clicked on it. It is a thing. Sock porn. <laughs> nah, sock porn. I remember being a teenager. I remember the old winter woolly condom. <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> sock porn is a, a a thing, and I'm I'm sure. Anyway. So here's what I've realized is what I actually prefer is actual porn. I don't know at what point uh, it became cool to make foodstuffs and clothing items and all of these yeah. things, pornography. Yes. But I feel like we should try and keep it real and go back to porn being porn and photographs being photographs. Now, never yes. the two should meet. We're wasting perfectly good hashtags. Apparently, hashtags nowadays are political movements. They shouldn't be wasted on flippant things like porn. I agree. Uh, yeah. And in any case, isn't porn the one thing that you should keep for your private time? Absolutely. You know it's what I was thinking? It's completely um, it's it's the, it's completely shut off from other people. Nobody, very few people. Let's be fair. Uh, need to share their porn with everyone else. I know, and that's why you I'm know? very, very neurotic about that little web camera that's uh, sitting facing me when I'm watching it. <laughs> you got to get a bit of press deck and cover that mofo because you never know who's Just hacking you then. Yeah. <laughs> that would be disturbing. You know what's amazing is that even people who are listening to this now, tonight when they're at home and they they've got their laptop over, they're like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> Better cover in case that Mulholland guy's right. Because <laughs> no one wants to see your face no. <laughs> at that moment. Uh-huh. No yeah. one should ever well, see that. A lot face. of those porn sites were doing that, and then they were trying to get, hold you to ransom. It's like yeah. we've got images of you, obviously <laughs> using our sites. <laughs> using what's, what's that guy? Jim, you know Jim Jeffries. Yes, he said he said that he uses the Apple for target practice because the laptop is. Me- Blood props on his chest. <laughs> uh, anyway, listen. One thing, speaking about porn, very quickly in the last one minute, um, yeah. I was thinking that I think there's a there's a space here because nowadays, again, Twitter, political correctness, things like that, you're not supposed to watch porn because it's yeah. uh, you know it's bad, and I, I totally get it, and uh, there's, it can be abusive to women in some ways, depending on how they get involved. Uh, this kind of goes against the uh, freedom to choose movement, but I was thinking what somebody needs to launch is fair trade porn. So like or- organic porn, where there's like a whole set of standards uh, uh, that has been brought up there. So like you can go in there and you can check that the p- everyone's been paid and no one has been forced into it. And then you can whack off with absolute impunity. You can just feel very, very good that you're helping put people through work. Right. Yeah. Be a well, there we go. That's a good idea. Yeah, so there's the impo- idea for somebody to, to start today, please. FTP. Fair trade point. You're empowering people. Yeah, that's what that's I'm that's what what I want about. Well, see, this Organic is, porn. This is why I'm a fan of homemade porn because there you yeah, know both you go, both girl. parties were willing participants. None of it was dodgy. So yeah. Yeah, but Do then, you make your own? No, no, no. No. No, you see then I am you, way too smart to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's> well, correct. <laughs> you've also got to keep that on the down low. You've got to you've got to destroy the evidence uh, afterwards, but you you can have fun if you're in a loving relationship and you decide to make some porn. That's okay because everybody's do- done it, uh, including yeah. the most famous woman in the world, Kim Kardashian. That's how she launched her career. Paris Hilton. Sure. Yeah. Pamela Anderson. Hey, there we go. There's a whole catalog of these uh, women who've changed the world. And I wonder how many of those were actually intentional. I'm sure. I'm sure. One hundred percent. Really? No. Yeah. Think I all think of so. them. I think so. Yeah. It's just too bizarre to imagine a world where people would do that and go. <gasps> Shock horror. I don't know how. And it was VHS in those days. By the remember? way, where's your. I saw last week you had a. What? Of Cox. 
dicks. A bag. Of, oh yes, I had a bag of dicks here that a I bag wanted. Bag of dicks. Yeah, they don't stay here long. We send them off very quickly. Oh yeah, because yeah. nobody wants a bag of dicks. No, <laughs> sitting no around one. them. No. Well, anyway, this went so fast. Thanks very much, guys. All right, thanks, Rich. <laughs> well, Always easy. good, Rich week. Mulholland. You can follow him on Twitter and uh, you can get hold of him on uh, Facebook, Instagram, the rest of it. He's always all over the place doing interesting, exciting things. Has an interesting take on stuff too. This is CliffCentral.com.